0: man happy new year first of all happy new year
1: definitely you too man you too 2022 trust me
0: we're here and we're alive and aliens haven't taken over and the world hasn't ended and um where else is there i'm sure there's loads of different things that you know uh, haven't arrived we're not in flying cars we're not uh, (laughs) flying skateboards we're not living on the moon as much as you're probably a lot closer than we've ever been, but um, we made it. We made it to 2022,
1: man. Nah, man. I yeah, we're here. We're here. It's gonna be a big year. I can feel it. I can yeah. feel it. Mm. Yeah, I'm looking.
0: I'm looking forward to the year. I'm looking forward to seeing kind of like what happens, like just every everything that we're involved in, like even that like, you personally. Um obviously your missus, our kids, like right? there's a lot to look forward to on, on a personal level. And then obviously in the business, um, loads of things to look forward to and see. Uh for me I always say like I, I, I've been on this journey for like what coming up to two years, so it's like I'm about to enter chapter two of you know my life's journey as i as i changed i changed mm. and then i've taken a different route and now i'm like chapter two in that route it's a different story it's a different journey and like i can't wait to see what like chapter five looks like do you know what mm. i mean and mm. go from there and so
1: yeah, man, what, big did, years, big quick one. what did chapter mm. one teach you well may, chapter... the, main, the main takeaways from chapter one Chapter chapter
0: one is uh I think consistency is key. Mm. Um you're gonna you're gonna have ups and downs, but you have to do everything in your power to try and remain as consistent as possible. And that means you know what? Let, let scratch that. Consistency is key, but you know what? The biggest thing I felt like I learned in chapter one is that, that? I have to get out of my own way. Like I mm-hmm. have to get out of my own way. Most people don't even realize it, but
1: it's true. Sometimes you it's have true. like
0: doubts. <laughs> sometimes you have like doubts and stuff. And like you could tell yourself you can't and you'll be right. And then you could tell yourself you can and you'll be right. So it's mm-hmm. like the biggest obstacle sometimes is just yourself. Sometimes you have to get out of your own way. Mm-hmm. And um I feel like you know, uh, like, when you're trying to achieve something, we always have this, like, sense of doubt sometimes. And then when that doubt creeps in, sometimes you can believe it. And I know I do it all the time. And I have to try and teach myself as much as possible and try and make it a habit to just step out of my own way. Because we're trying to change. We're all trying to change and do better. mm mm-hmm. um, you know, especially when it comes to you know, New Year's resolutions, right? Uh, there's not many people who will make a New Year's resolution and then stick to it throughout the whole year. So, and and that's that evidence that, you know, we can all get it. it, it we get in our own way. You will go back to our own habits. But what we need to do is when we change, we have to accept that we're now trying to be a different person and trying to, instead, instead of kind of like, going back to what you're comfortable with, what you're used to, your past self, and you're, you're battling against your past self. Like, my past self might not be teaching kids right now. My past self might not mm. be going out and reaching you know, reaching out to new clients or going in front of the camera or even doing a podcast.
1: So it's a new me who's, who does those things, you know what I mean? I think, that's, like, yeah, I think that's important, you know, no, like realising yeah. that your current self doesn't define you, like you, you can become something else. Because I think when I was playing football, that's what I, I thought, because I played footballer, I was, because I'm sorry, because I played football, I was a footballer and that was who I am. I was Jamal the football guy. And re- really, I was Jamal the football guy at that time. But you can evolve and you can do other things. And it's knowing that, yeah, just because you're doing whatever you're doing at the moment doesn't mean you won't be doing, you, c- you can't do something in six months time, three months time. Like you, you can evolve and, and be open to, to that change.
0: One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the question back to you. i right, in terms of let let's say just 2021 as a whole, right, what has it taught you, and what would you, is there anything you will take with you into 2022, is there anything that you'll leave behind? It's kind of like a triple threat question.
1: I think yeah, I think 2021 has taught me to one be myself. In any any environment, because it got. I think as when I was younger, I tried to be who these different environments wanted me to be, rather than being myself within these different environments. So at football, I was gonna. I tried to be maybe the lad, and at work, I tried to be something else, and with friends or whatever, I tried to be something else. But I think 2021 has taught me that I can be myself throughout those different environments, and still get what I want from it I guess because I, again I thought I had to be a certain type of personality to be able to get far within football but I think I think like in hindsight now looking back on it if I was just myself I think certain things would have gone a different way I would have had a different relationship with managers and they have been able to understand me a bit better so I think the last year has definitely taught me to to kind of one be myself and then two put my, myself in um I guess difficult situations and different situations that I wouldn't have put myself in before, and I've kind of seen that the fruit of of that as well. Back in the last mm. year through like work and and conversations and networking and different opportunities and experiences. So yeah, I think it, this. I think twenty twenty one is definitely the year for me that I've put myself out there more and be more authentic to to who I am. And yeah, just looking to carry that on into twenty twenty two and beyond. That's sick, man. That's sick. And you, you know what? You know, like
0: so many people are going to be going on that same journey because I I can relate to everything you just said. I remember when I first started working in marketing, and there was a perception in terms of how to work like within the corporate world, like, and there was a certain character. Uh, and I, I, I folded straight away like I didn't even try to be myself <laughs> like mm. I just it was just straight away like good like things like going to the pub uh I don't go to the pub it's not me to go mm. to the pub um like literally the only time I went to the pub was maybe if there was like uh What's it called like a reception after a wedding or a funeral or something like that that was the only time I or potentially even maybe watch a football match and even then yeah. like it was very few and far between um, and then it was like drinking culture and you know my peers around me are drinking pints and they're drinking like four or five pints and then I'm here and I can't drink one I, I can't even drink the whole <laughs> pint. I'm like, like, struggling. Mm. Like um and it's just like, yo, this isn't for me. And then it would hurt me because it would be like, Jules, you're around. And I'm like, yo, I'm still on the first one. Like, <laughs> like I'm, a, <laughs> I'm struggling here. Do you know what I mean? And then
1: yeah, yeah. I hear that.
0: as time as time went on, I tried to like fight it and like uh I was like, you know what? Like, nah, I'd rather Covossier. And that's what mm. I drink, you know. I rather mm. uh, maybe a whiskey, a cognac. So like it's a journey and you're on that same journey and I can just I can just relate like because I think for me it was just years and years of just like not really being myself. But I think the easier transition of becoming yourself is when you go through big changes. So like when you start a new job. Once you start mm-hmm. a new job, it's like it's a clean slate again. So it's like okay, I can yeah, do more you... myself now. Mm.
1: You kind so. of leave your old you or the old perception you had on yourself behind, and you kind of, yeah, like you said, it's a it's a fresh slate to go forward, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you know what, like, you know what, talk about jobs to be honest. Um, did you have you heard like in the news recently that um, more people are quitting their jobs, um, like now more than ever before?
1: Mm, I think, yeah, I think I saw, I think you might have shared that on your story actually. I, I think, think that's what I did that did. I did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, like, I mean,
0: what, what do you think about that? Do you reckon there's like a, a reason why? Is it COVID? Is it like, what do you reckon?
1: Do you know what? I thought it's mad that you've, you brought that up because I saw a Gary V a Gary V reel earlier talking about this about people quitting their jobs. And it's not because of millennials being lazy or whatever, it's because of the opportunities out there. And there's more opportunities now. So, for, for young young kids, growing up for millennials growing up it's not just the standard jobs it's not just the standard route to find a job which is university kids can now just hop onto youtube and start streaming gaming and that is a legitimate way of earning money and making a living um a a lot better living than what most wages you'd get through um maybe university i know it's, it's rare but these are now legitimate options that we never had before so people are starting to see other ways of earning income earning passive income as well so they're not kind of restricted to the nine to five so I think that is definitely a major a major one and remote working as well it, it opens the doors up to to so many people I know for I think for me luckily I've uh, got a brand like Superdry on my doorstep so that that's worked in my favor but now if if, if I was looking for another job um i know i can i can broaden my horizons in terms of the uh, the company i'd want to work for because before you'd be limited to to wherever you're based or located so yeah i think definitely those two things have definitely played a part in in all of that
0: yeah okay, 100% like people are not like i feel like you know what i also think just to add on to those two points i also think entrepreneurship has also kind of enabled this as well so the fact that there's been this big push. You know how everyone's like business owners now. Everyone's a CEO. <clears throat> everyone's, you know, set up a business some way, shape or form, whether it's side hustles, whatever it might be. And ev- the, the the whole mantra for that group of people has been, I don't want to work a nine to five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's always been like, I don't want to work a nine to five. And then this is the shift that I believe, I think has been happening where we've seen people kind of try and take hold of their own destiny, even if they if they're not successful, they're trying to. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And these are things that maybe generations before us, I think only the the bold and brave would do it. You, mm. Like with Gary V's, to a certain extent, like they they just they were they were one out of a million. But now mm. there's so much more that like. You can go to anything and, you know, you know, so many other people will be a CEO, managing partner, director, whatever it is of a business. Um, and that, that in itself has created these different options and ways of working, working for yourself, focusing on your passions and, and things like that. So um, yeah, it, it, it surprised me, but then it doesn't surprise me at the same time. And I think as we get into the new year, you are going to see a lot more people thinking you know what this year I'm just going to focus on myself this year I'm going to focus on my business my side hustle my hobby whatever it might be whatever passion point that they have they want to try and focus on that because they would rather do that than you know work at Tesco's or mm. work at you know work at a supermarket or, or whatever it is not to say that you know supermarkets are not valid jobs they, they are and they, they earn you money especially when you need the money But for many people, they're not places that are people are passionate about. No one Mm -hmm. really wants to go to same like Sainsbury's, Tesco's, any supermarket, and and stack shelves. That's not they that that wasn't their life's mission. You know, they're there because they need the money, and Mm -hmm. they want to try and use that money to get to the next place or whatever. They're trying to pay make ends meet, and that's the that's the big reason. Until you, if there is pathways for progression. Then you'll try and do that. But if there is no pathway to progression, you're gonna tr- you're gonna go somewhere else, and that's the re- that's the reality of of like these types of kind of these types of jobs, you know. Mm. We d- we do have a, a question. Let's uh, see what you guys are saying.
1: Hello, guys! Yells, Jamal, How are you doing? Happy New Year!
0: Big up, my guy, Yusuf. Thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year to you too, man. Yeah. Happy um, New Year, Yusuf. To be fair, we should ask you, Yusuf, if there is there any um 2022 New Year's resolutions that you you're gonna be focusing on this year, this month? Have you already fallen off the cliff or or are you are you still going strong? You know, we're what five days into the new year. Um I I I saw a lot of things on social media where that like obviously January 1st is the new year but you know people wait until you know let's wait till the fourth or wait till the fifth after the bank holiday and that's when <laughs> I really really start <laughs> Do you know what I mean mm. and it's so interesting this mindset
1: um did you did you have any jam um, resolutions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I get, I get that mindset though about about starting on the fourth and starting when you go back to work because it's that routine I've and I've, I've done the same thing that was like yeah I'm gonna start eating clean from the fourth because that's that's when I'm back to the routine Jamal and we do the podcast every week and I go to work yeah Monday to Friday and that's yeah so I'm in that I'm mentally in that routine and it helps but um yeah I have I've got a few I've got a few resolutions um I guess yeah. I hit my first one so I got five I Got five things oh, I want to focus on this year priority number one is Elias and I guess just continuing his development I think he's he's two now so it's a crucial year for his speech and um his communication and and his his socialization with other kids and stuff like that so making sure like he's my number one priority this year and he gets enough of my time that 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 kind of helps develop him a bit more and I know you as a father as well. Kind I can imagine that's on your list as well for for Killian. But um, I think that's yeah. for me. That's been the main. As soon as I've thought about resolutions, that was the first thing to come to my head. So I think that's number one for me this year. Um, yeah. and I've also got yeah, so work related goals as well. So just keep on, like I said before, putting myself in uncomfortable situations, and hopefully I, I should see like the reward from it in terms of like my personal growth and, and work-wise as well. So, yeah, just more experiences, progression, networking, and just kind of kind of building my personal brand as well. So that's that's two separate ones. I've got obviously work and then my personal brand as well because I don't want to let that slip. I feel like I've... Again, I feel like people know me through football and then through um, Estrada. And then I feel like people might have lost me after that and they've not really... Kind of kept up to what kept up with what I'm doing, so I think I want I want to be more out there, more visible to more people, um, through networking, through my Instagram, through the podcast, and and whatever else it might be. So yeah, two separate ones there as well. Mm. But yeah, before I finish off my last my last two, do you want to hit me with some of yours?
0: Yeah, sure. So I don't really have, you know, what for me, I don't really have like I don't have like a lot. Like I don't have like five, like. I feel like I'm always working on myself. So it's like, it, it always varies. The first one for me is more of a health wise one. So um, obviously we, we we speak a lot about football and um, I just feel like since having my son, I found it very difficult to kind of maintain like a level, a certain level of fitness. Um, and I just want to kind of bring that back. I miss it, like, I remember the year, if we talk about 2019, before, pre-COVID, I was active, I would play football three, four times a week, um, and it was just, it just did wonders for my body, and then obviously, you know, I, w- I wouldn't say I got dad bod yet, but like, I'm definitely close-ish. It's so mm. easy because you know like you, you could just like I'll think about it to, like last couple of days. So I've been focusing more on how what I eat and also my activity. So I actually don't eat a lot, but my activity is very low. I'm not like cycling, I'm not playing football, like Mm. It's it's trying to, trying to stay consistent with that. So I've decided that I'm going to try and pick up some running. Um, mm. My only thing is I, hate, I actually hate running. Mentally, I actually hate running. i got to change. Right. <laughs> I got to, so many, I so change. many footballers can
1: say that. So many footballers can <laughs> tell that, man.
0: I actually hate running with a passion. Um, mm. But it's a mental battle at the same time. That's what I'm trying yeah. to achieve. So I'm not trying to run for a marathon or nothing like that. Me, I will just run for half an hour. That's all I need. I don't actually need more. And I, my aim is to just get quicker and quicker in a half an hour. Because if I'm running for longer than half an hour, slip my wrist, man. I can't do it. Oh like, <laughs> like, with
1: you. I'm with you. You know can't what people we, I, talk I just... about Go on. I was gonna say that I'd rather cycle, a swim do hours worth of press-ups just just don't let me run I'm not on it (laughs) I'm not on it
0: (laughs) I I, I don't know what it is about running that people talk about I've got friends they run they do 5k easy and then like you know they talk about oh I feel so free I feel so I don't feel any of that I don't feel any of that as soon as I'm running I'm thinking about stopping and like yeah that's the biggest battle for that's the biggest battle for me you know what i mean Is is like so i i know that i could run for half an hour so i'm just going to do that and just try and get quicker and quicker and go from there and um, you know half an hour is more than enough time to try and finish like uh, 5k i'm trying to I, I want to try and get back to what i used to do 5k in like 17 18 minutes so i'm trying mm-hmm. to see if i can get back to that but um that will take time it will take time so that's my that's my first kind of resolution is more it's focusing on my health and my fitness so it's eating right along with the exercise that goes with it because your body needs movement and sometimes we get so stuck in our lifestyles that we realize we're not actually moving our moving is like going to the car going to the shops you know sometimes it might be playing with my son but it doesn't do, it doesn't do enough for my body for it to you know you know I don't know keep it in, in in shape that it needs to be so mm. that's my that's my focus is like body's a temple um and and drink drinking as well I don't drink a lot but I like cognac so there's times when it's like okay cool I, have a, I might have a drink here and there but I need to like you know cut that down a bit um and just like see what the benefits of like drinking more herbal teas are and drinking more water. I just wanna see what that can do, you know. So that's that's my main my main focus. I know Yusuf did put in um he did respond to our question, so I'm
1: gonna quickly play that. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you very much. Well, you know, we have a lot of we had a lot of, you know a lot of difficulty, you know last year, especially to COVID and I think it's something that like we're going to deal for a long, long moment, but I think 2022 will be better. And I wish you all the best guys. And it was really nice talking to you guys.
0: I used to pull off a good point there, man. COVID, COVID. We haven't even mm-hmm. discussed COVID. Um, we got a new variant, the Omnicron. Uh, Variant, um I, I, I think over the Christmas period, like, so many people caught it, um, which is, is, is mental. How, how do you think COVID will affect us
1: this year? Oh, man, COVID. I kind of, <laughs> I think this will be the, de- I think this year's got to be the death of COVID. I think it will still be a thing, but I think this year will be the year that we kind of learn to live with it. I feel like we're going down that, that route now anyway in terms of um the isolation periods being shorter, testing being less. I feel like we're slowly getting to that to that period. So I think boy, I don't know if this is me being hope like overly optimistic, but yeah, I think twenty twenty two is the death of COVID for sure. Mm. I what I about you? um
0: I I I would I hope it's the death of COVID. Um because I don't want to ever feel like there's any restrictions in my life, like in terms of travel, business, you know, even just people's opinions of me. I don't like it. You know, I don't like it when obviously I'm not, I'm not vaccinated person. I don't think any, my, my definition of vaccinated means you're fully protected and there's nobody out there that is fully vaccinated to me. Um, And I, I, I feel like I'm standing strong in terms of, COVID and not being vaccinated and um, I hope that you know that whole uh, if you're if you've had the vaccine or if you've had a certain number of vaccinations you're this way if you haven't had it or you haven't had any then you're this way you know I don't want anyone who feels Mm. that they've because they've had four jabs they're better than people that are that have had one or two or or none do you know what I mean? Mm. Like there's a there's a bigger play here. And I think that we 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 need to be mindful of that. Like and I hope that I just hope that all kind of disappears. Whether it will, I doubt it. <laughs> I just hope it does. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I just hope it I just hope it does. I saw someone today who was a big advocate for taking their vaccinations and they I think they just took their third one today and now they've been offered the fourth one. And Oof. he was like, yeah, second booster. And um, wow. <laughs> and he was like, you know what? I didn't realize it, but there's so many other countries in the world who don't actually have access to any vaccinations and they might mm. be suffering a lot worse. And today he launched a campaign to say, you know what? I want to donate my booster mm. to another country and and i think that's something that needs to be said you know because obviously rich countries they got it you know they got vaccination Mm. in in abundance but it almost feels like it's another way that they've used uh these vaccinations to kind of in debt some of these you know, third world countries—they don't have access to these things. So what does that mean? That means they can't come to these countries anymore. They can't come into our countries if they're trying to seek for asylum, and you know all these different things. And you know, like they can't sort their countries out. You know, um, they're putting them on—they're putting red lists on these countries. So even people from our country can't go to their country. Like, do you know, what that does to these countries, like mm-hmm. you know, especially when tourism is like probably their biggest export so you know I, it's like these are some real life issues on big boy issues uh that is surrounding the vaccination and people are just fully unaware of it they're just like oh yeah i got my vaccine and i'm safe but really what the country's doing sometimes isn't in the best interest of the world do you know mm. what i mean um yeah i think what the
1: uk does I don't know if it's what don't know if it's wow, but what the UK does um effectively is isolate the UK from the rest of the world they might include US and they might touch on China but apart from that we kind of isolate what what goes on in the rest of the world and in, in even even within Europe now that we've left the EU so yeah it's it's kind of being aware of, of what other country situation is as well because I, I was on a call yesterday I think it was with a lady from Bulgaria, and she was saying that only like I think it might be thirty percent of the population to be vaccinated, and it's just due, mm. to, to, due to a lack of vaccination. So, like you said, it's mad that people being offered their fourth when other countries haven't even had their first. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens yeah. with the whole COVID situation. But I hope, yeah, it's the I hope this is the last of it by the last the last year it, it affects us in terms of like restrictions and stuff like that. But yeah, we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see, man. I, 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 I hope for that as well. I, I, I heard. I don't. Know, have you seen the latest episode of Stephen Bartlett and Jordan Peterson?
1: I watched the first half. Yeah,
0: Watched it this morning. You watched the first half. You hear what he mm. said about like what the average American thinks um, would happen to them when they get COVID. Mm. Like, I think 20, mm. They think they have a twenty-five percent chance of death, which yeah. is. <laughs> madness. <is> mental, right? <laughs> where
1: did where did, where did they even get that statistic from like what when, yeah, I,
0: I, I feel like when when the media is like kind of proper pushing it out there and putting it in your face i think it's very easy for you to just get a sense of fear about this and then when you know certain states in america i think we touched on it last year like in New York, they're making it mandatory for you to get vaccinated in order for you to work otherwise you can't work. And um, it it affected uh, a basketball player called um, uh, Kyrie Irving who basically rejected the vaccination and then he, then New York put in this law and then he was unable to play for the for Brooklyn Nets in New York and then now and then he was like suspended for a while and now he's allowed back into the team but he's not allowed to play any home games or any games that's in the state of New York but he can play away games and it's like it's, it's this type of thing that's happening to like players and we're seeing that happen in the Premier League to a certain extent and other leagues where you know they're making it such a mandate that everyone gets vaccinated and things and Jordan Peterson kind of just talks on the evidence in terms of how COVID actually affects, um, especially healthy people, people who are okay. You know, it's the people who are vulnerable, who have underlying issues, who have, especially ob- obesity, diabetes. Those people are actually the the ones that struggle the most with uh, with the with the virus. But yet, there's still a mandate for everybody to. Get vaccinated, which makes it a little bit confusing. But um, mm. who, but who profits is the the people selling the vaccinations, right? So, but I don't want to get into any conspiracy theories. But I know <laughs> e- e- Ethan's got something to say, so let's let's uh, let's pick up Ethan. Happy New Year, Ethan, as well. Thanks for joining us back on the show. Um, Yo, man. Yo, say.
1: George. Yo, Jamal. Um, yeah, I hope you both are well. Um, George, I sent you a picture of the uh, Lego thing I was talking about. Um, but yeah, man, I've had the booster um, as well. But also, I've also been ill, as I said to George. Um But yeah, bro, um, it's poo-poo, pretty much. It's really cack. But yeah, man, I'll speak to you guys in a bit. Um, I won't be able to join because it's a bit noisy in my house at the moment. Yeah, big up Ethan, man,
0: big up Ethan. Vaccinated, and and boosted. I don't know what's next, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, man, go going back to your resolutions, Jam. So, um, you said
1: you had two more. Mm, yeah, so similar to yours, really, about health. I think for the majority of twenty twenty one, I was I was good, until I'd say October onwards. Ooh, I feel like it all kicked off on my birthday. And it went downhill in terms of mm-hmm. like regular, regular drinking, eating out, takeaways, and yeah, just trying to get get that back on track. I guess it doesn't help with my partner, who owns a baking business. Um, small plug: Treats by Tea at Treats by Tea on um, Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get it in, love. But that. Um, yeah, it love doesn't. That. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't help with having bakes and treats around constantly. But, yeah, just having a bit more discipline around that and saying no when there are spares and stuff like that. So, I think for me, yeah, just making sure I'm eating the right things. I've started juicing regularly. we got a juicer in the Black Friday cell. So, as a family now, we started juicing fruit and veg. So, we got a juice. We all have a juice a day. So, just trying to keep that up and making sure, yeah, like our health is a priority this year. Especially with having kids as well. Like, I feel like I've just been ill like for t- <laughs> in terms of like illnesses, I feel like every month there's a new illness within the family. So, so yeah, making sure we're, we're eating the right things. Yeah, it's madness. It's madness. You know
0: what? For me, I don't feel like I, see. I haven't. I haven't been unwell. <laughs> I think to do. Like, I don't really. I rarely ever get unwell. Like, very rare. And if I do, it's normally once, maybe twice a year. And that's typically the transition between it being hot and cold. So mm. like as we go from cold to hot, or when we go from hot to cold, um, that's normally when I get ill. And I just feel like that's my, my whole body temperature is affected. I don't know what it is, but that's normally the time when I get ill. So that's April and maybe August slash September as we get mm. into like uh, uh, October. That is it. No, I was the um, same.
1: Mm. I was the same and so I, I lives went to Child Minders. And I feel like it's he bring he's bringing back all these gems <laughs> each month to something <laughs> new <But laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy no, it you is know crazy. what it is you know what?
0: It's the same with my son though my son yeah he I feel like he's ill always he's like he's constantly ill, right and I get it but I don't I don't get affected. I don't know what it is mm. i don't I don't really get affected. He's the like, dreads,
1: I'm telling you. It's the dreads. I super proud, it?
0: <laughs> you know what? I, I've always believed in my hair Um, gives me strength in it. And mm. again, this is a part of my journey in it. We said it earlier in the podcast about being your true self. And, you know, ooh, like I made the, the dish decision when I was like 13 to grow my hair and I grew it out until I was 19. And I cut my hair when I was 19 because I knew I needed to start looking for jobs and, um, you know, I was going through university and things like that. And that was a part of myself that I was... That was me not being myself. Um, mm-hmm. And, th- and there's, there's certain distractions. I remember, like, playing football because it was, like, I was going... F- trying to go full-time with football. There was an element of me being, like, you know what? If I cut my hair, I could be, like, Thierry Henry again. And, like... <laughs> But, like, it, none of that was me. Do you know what I mean? It was, like, none mm. of this is me at all. But, like, I was, this is how I was, like, trying to convince myself. Do you know what I mean? But I cut my hair and things like that. And, you know, in our family, not many males actually have their hair long. Um, mm. And it's interesting because the perception of people who have long hair as well is, is, is normally a negative one. Um, mm. But for me, I've always enjoyed it and from books i've read even biblical as well like your your hair is your strength and it can't represent your i'm not going to say this is for everybody but that's what it is for me so you have to accept me for who i am and I, when i was going through my changes to live life on my own terms hair was the first thing i'm growing <laughs> do you know what i mean and it's coming up to a year since i've had the dreadlocks now and they they look healthy they feel healthy mm. i'm just happy you know what I mean? So mm. there's no balding, there's no, you know, people start losing their hair and stuff. Like I just know that I'm doing the best that I can with my hair, and mm. for me, it's part of my strength. And who knows? It could be the hair, but I don't, I don't know if it is or it isn't. But, yeah, um, you might
1: have to cut um, cut a dread cut a dread off for of me, and I can just keep it in the house. <laughs> yes, I can pull it somewhere. Maybe, maybe that, maybe that will sort me out. <laughs> Who,
0: knows? Who knows? Or you could maybe you could just do like a, you know what? Like I'm not gonna cut my hair for a month to see what happens. Mm. See, let's see if you get ill. <laughs>
1: yeah, no. To be it's fair, I, I only get my hair cut once a week at the moment, once a month. So maybe I leave it two months. Maybe yeah. Just maybe just leave it have... two months.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: just, just... <laughs> But yeah, really try, that's man. good,
0: man. Yeah, no,
1: definitely.
0: Definitely. Um, but but yeah, yeah what? So, uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. The um, the other resolution.
1: I think it, it's merged into once. So I already touched on this before. But it was just okay. putting myself in uncomfortable situations and continuing that, which kind of linked to, to the whole work resolution as well. So, yeah, just keep doing that for me. So that's yeah, that's kind of my resolutions in a, in a nutshell stuff for me to focus on but it helps it helps give focus and work towards something because i felt like at the the end of last year i kind of lost not focus but maybe direction in terms of what i was working towards so yeah having that new year definitely helps in terms of just kind of putting yourself back on track and aligning yourself again
0: Tony it always happened and it's um what they say is that you always need to have that thing that you can go back to. So if you do write it down, it's like, oh yeah, 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 that's what I need to go to. Do you know what I mean? It's like having those mm-hmm. pillars that you can live by that will keep you on your on your path. Because you know, there's definitely different distractions. Like, even if I'm at like, talk about business, there's times where I'm like, you know what? I need to pack in the whole business and just focus on NFTs. I'm, mm-hmm. Like, no, <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, but like, you, you, it's, there's a power in the focus. And if you have like your your principles that you can live by, that you write down your goals, those will just help you maintain on your path. Like not to say mm. that I don't want it, not to say that NFTs is never going to be a part of my my thing. It is, but I can't just sacrifice everything to just go solely focus on NFTs. I'm building something here. Do you know what I mean? And it's about mm. being consistent. Um, yesterday I put out a post about the one percent principle, where if you just change, if you just focus on one thing for five minutes a day, like let's say, for example, you focused on, like, I'm going to learn five words in Spanish, you know, every day. How many words would you know in Spanish by the end of the year? Mm. That's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to do the math, mm. but it's a lot. Yeah, holy, then... holy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's a lot. But like, and then if you look up maybe, how many how many words do you actually use in, like, the average vocabulary that the average person has in English? You'd be like, right, I actually probably matches up. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you could potentially learn a whole language in a year and by just giving yourself 5% every day. Do you know what I mean? And, like, mm. some people don't think about it in that way. Because that, that little 1% just sets you off into a different direction. So if you imagine, like, two parallel lines and then you got one line that just goes one degree and it goes in a completely different direction to the other line that it used to be parallel to and like it's that type of thinking that I feel like is really important that's why I just felt like I had to put that post out I was sitting on it and I was like you know what it's new year you know let me put something out like that and um, that's another part of I guess myself that I want to show a little bit more of, like, just the motivation, inspiration, and and wisdom at the same time. I just want to push that out more and more this year. Um, and mm-hmm. it's part of who I am, where, you know, people from my old life probably won't even think that. Like, they, I I think, I know I'm a deep person. I like to talk about things in, the, in, in its layers. And um, I think people probably before in the past probably would be like, no, that's not jewels. <laughs> do you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. so um, yeah it's, 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 it's that as well so yeah man I'm, I'm looking forward to this year is there, is there anything that you, you you don't want like any situation sayings could be anything that you just don't want to be here in, in 2022 I know you mentioned Covid but like whether it's marketing whether it's work whether it's the sayings whether it's like cancel culture whatever it might be is there anything that you feel like you know we got to leave that or that attitude in 2021? Mm,
1: that's a good question. That is a good question. What can I think of? You know what, for me and in work, it's all these marketing buzzwords that I keep hearing, and I'm just like, Jesus. Where, where he makes his words up because <laughs> I feel like marketing would be a lot easier to understand if you got rid of all these buzzwords and just said what it was that you're talking about. <laughs> so I've got, I'm, yeah, I'm calling for for the ban on marketing buzzwords and for people just to be clear about what they want it, clear, <laughs> and what mean, clear and direct. Clear and direct. Don't give me waffle. I'm, I'm waffle as well within marketing. I don't want any more waffle. I can't do it. Like, if you want someone to do something, just say it. I don't, I don't need an hour's team call to to go around it and then touch the size. Not even t- don't even ask me what you actually want. Just just tell me, please. Even if it's just an email, just email me what you want. I don't want the waffle. Yeah, yeah I, I like think that. that's for like, me. 2020,
0: 2022, clear and direct, please, only. Yes. Like, did you do that project? Or, mm. You know what I mean? Don't beat around the bush. You know what I mean? I know exactly what mm. you mean. The, the only thing is with marketing. The only thing I think is hard is that I feel like marketing is like almost equals fluff. Like it's, mm. it's like it's yeah. part of it. It's all it's all fine. It. If too direct, it's, it's like it's it. rude. Mm. <laughs> it, it, it's almost rude. Um, mm. one one thing came to mind for me, which was um, obviously we we've seen the rise of businesses talking about being black owned, and like I thought at first, I thought you know what this is a good idea and then as time goes on and on and then witnessing what what's been going on over the last year and there's been a there's been a breadth of black businesses right mm. I I just I just don't like it anymore <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't I don't, don't want to say look I don't want us to say like okay yeah like don't say you're a black business. Yes, you can say you're a black business. Great, but we don't we don't need to try and use it as like buy with me because I'm a black business. It's not a selling point.
1: Mm. No, yeah, yeah, it's not. You, I feel like we started to become more entitled. Dave Chappelle touches on this
0: oh, does like he? about
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I think it might be his latest Netflix one, but being black has now become like like you said, like you said a selling point. Like people now must go to you because you're black, and that's a way in. But yeah, I think yeah, definitely leave that, leave that in last year. Like we don't see other cultures doing that. The Asian community don't have stickers in. yeah, we're, <laughs> Asian. we're Asian. Then yeah, yeah, we don't we don't need that. We can hold our own and be black facing and stuff like that, and still still find our way or, or or make make the bag. Like there's there's ways to go about it rather than screaming having all caps black owned business in, in bio so we don't need that anymore <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I, I, that's one thing to me I just have to leave like just mm. just the simple fact that you, you have to say black owned business for me to try and buy something it's like you're trying to use my race to buy and I'm just mm. like I'm not going to do that if I don't need it I'm not going to buy it you know what I mean mm. and the good products I'm going to go buy it it's not because it's white owned or, or Asian owned it's because I really want that product. Sell me the mm-hmm. product. And I'm more likely to buy it off you as opposed to selling me that you're a black owned business that does nothing to my value. Obviously, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. that there, there's a push for more black black owned businesses and and um, I I get that, you know, we need to have like an economy, some strength and stuff, but I feel like that awareness piece is overrun now and um just the way it's getting. I'm just like, Yeah, I'm not just gonna buy your candle because it's black owned.
1: Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's ways so, there's I mean, ways to do it. Like, even in terms of like marketing, there's uh this me too, I'm gonna forget the name of the business, but on Chucky's one of Chucky's podcasts in the, maybe like the last two months, there was a he got gifted a parcel of I think it was like male grooming products and within oh, the parcel yeah, yeah. there was yeah, there was a slogan that said something like fool the brothers or "for you bro or, or some, something along those lines. And I think, yeah, that's like a perfect way to kind of highlight that you're from the culture without saying you're from the culture. So it's like stuff like that, that I think will be important and, and a better way to communicate that you're, you're part of the culture, your black-owned business without screaming about it. Agreed. Agreed. I like that as well. I think that's... um yeah
0: that's a good way. i think that's a good like subtle way of doing it and yeah i'm gonna try even myself like obviously we're black owned business but i'm not gonna i'm gonna try and do it in a very subtle way and it's gonna i want Mm -hmm. it to be done through more through action and the way that i give back and stuff so Mm -hmm. um yeah that's that's gonna be the, the way for me i did have a um a hot topic question. I was normally like i am gonna try and include this on every podcast where I ask you a question first and then you answer it at the end. But um I think I'm probably gonna leave it to next to next week and then include it in there. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm looking forward to next the next episode as well. Uh potentially might have a special guest for you guys. Um yeah, definitely. yeah man. Happy to wrap it up there. It's been uh, it's been an amazing start to the year so far. Um, I know we're just a couple of days in, but I'm excited. Uh, I got goosebumps. I can't wait to see what happens. I'm not thinking about anything negative. I'm not thinking about COVID. I'm not thinking about what could go wrong. And I'm sure things will go wrong, but we'll we'll come out of it at the top at the end. We'll come out on top. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, let's leave it, just leave it there. And thanks for everybody who's tuned in. Um you can find us on all audio platforms, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, uh where else you can hit us up on IG. Uh my IG handle is Mr. Julian Green. That's green with an E. And that's Julian with an A. Um, yeah, Jam. Was it? What's your yeah, I always man. forget your new at, one. At
1: at Jam U, <laughs> at Jam Lawrence UK
0: at jam lawrence uk hit us up we're trying to work on our personal branding there's more content to come from us more videos more articles more interviews yeah man 2022 is here man
1: we out until next time <laughs>